Welcome to the inaugural episode of Today I Choose. I'm your host, Melissa Bingham. In today's episode, our producer, Sam Booty, interviews me about how this podcast came about and the practice of daily intention setting. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome. I'm talking to Melissa Bingham. And what we're doing here today is to introduce Melissa to the world through this podcast and introduce her show, Today I Choose. Melissa, welcome to the show. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for hosting my first Today I Choose. You know, I figured the best way to help people understand what Today I Choose was about was to hear my story. And so I am happy to have you interviewing me today for this inaugural episode so that people can understand how Today I Choose started and why we're here and what they can learn and experience when they're listening. Speaking of Today I Choose, what do those words mean? Those words to me mean that I am in co-creation of my life with the universe, the divine, source, God, energy, whatever word resonates for you. I know some of those words can be triggering. So, But for me personally, it's that I get to choose to be in co-creation with source for my day. Where did they come from? How did you get to these words today I choose? I'm a writer, and I've been a writer since I was a little girl. I, I've written poetry and fiction and lots of nonfiction and lots and lots of marketing material. About nine years ago, I was in a place where I was feeling very stuck. I was a blocked writer, as, it would, as it's called, right? I remember we were in Florida. We were coming home, and that entire trip, I had been trying to figure out how to unblock myself and why I wasn't writing and I just, I just couldn't do it. And I was sitting on the plane as we were literally taking off from the Key West airport. And I heard in my head, give yourself permission to write one sentence a day and start with today I choose. I had been doing a lot of study and work around intention. Spirituality has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. I've, I was raised in a metaphysical home. I've studied lots of different world religions and spiritual practices, the mystical and the magical. And I just, I just listened. And so today I choose was born on an airplane and on the leaving the tarmac in Key West, Florida. And since then, almost every day for the last nine years, I have started my day with this practice of writing one sentence and setting a daily intention. Metaphysical, I heard, I heard spiritual, I heard all these words. How would you describe yourself? I would describe myself as a spiritual practitioner, um, a spiritual experimenter, <laughs> and a spiritual space holder. I grew up in a, a family that practiced a metaphysical religion. And although I don't follow that exact path, it gave me an understanding of the world and really, really this, this idea that everything is energy and that, that we're, we're in this co-creation with source. And so as I've studied other, you know, practices and I've learned deeper meditation and I've had different trainings, I feel like I have experienced the divine, that source energy on such a profound level that I know that I'm working with that in every moment with every breath. 
I used to say that spirituality was the underpinning of everything I did because I, I used all of my tools. I used meditation. I used prayer. I used spiritual counseling. I used divination. I, I used that to propel me out into the world, into whatever I was doing. I had an event company for a long time and I've done a lot of marketing work. I was always using that in how I was showing up. And I decided about 11 years ago to move into sharing that with the world and, you know, making that be more my, my life. You just saying the event company that you used to run, it seems like a training ground for everything that you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, very much so. Spiritual practice and event production, to me, are ha- can be very synonymous. You you have a kernel of an idea. You have a seed. You have an intention with an event, right? And you visualize. I mean, we drew storyboards and we pick th- color themes and we visualize and we you know and we we pull in all the pieces and we call our audience to us. There's the physical manifestation of it, and then you roll with what happens and what changes and, and you have to be unattached to the outcome. And so it's, it's that rolling with it and being, being open and listening to what needs to happen next and what needs to occur next. It's, it's very similar in life. It's, you know, about non-attachment. The biggest difference between this and an event is the, the outcome piece is, is the un, unattachment to outcome. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately with events, as you know, people are way attached to the outcome. So, <laughs> Yeah, I think of it in terms of acting. It's yeah. a matter of setting the stage right, then you can play and then let whatever happens happens and it'll be great. So the day I choose is the framework to bring the event into reality. And today I choose the framework to bring your life into reality. Mm. Me stepping into kind of this arena of spirituality and spiritual teaching and spiritual practice as a career and as what I was really going to do with the rest of my life kind of happened by accident in a lot of ways. I was actually working with my assistant uh, one afternoon planning out the summer's events that we were going to be producing when I got a phone call asking if I would be interested in working at a spiritual center that we had been attending. And it sparked something in me, although it didn't work out exactly the way I thought it would work out. It eventually did. But but what it what it lit in me was a fire to know that I wanted to really bring spiritual teaching and spiritual practice into the forefront of what I was doing in the world. And so I ended up closing my business and stepping into this career of and this this work. I don't want to call it a career because it's not really a career. It's it really is a calling. And it's what I feel like I'm I'm here to do is to to help people utilize spiritual practice and in particular intention about how to live life from intention and with intention by using all of these different spiritual tools. It's evolved over the last eight or nine years, and I was doing a lot of work kind of outwardly facing in the world, and then I chose for the last few years to really be at home and focus my energy and my teachings on my teenage kids and in my family because that's I, I got to the point where I was like, I have a responsibility to teach these practices to my kids. However they choose to use them, I'm not attached to that, but I was like, if I, I felt like, why, w- why was I teaching everybody else out there if I wasn't teaching them? I do feel this responsibility to set them up for the best lives they can have. Now they're, they're getting older and I've got a little more spaciousness. So I'm excited to be bringing this podcast out into the world and to do more work in the world and work with people. When you 
left Bodhi, were you already doing the Today I Choose practice? Yes. Yeah. Did yeah, you it, write it that day? Uh, I probably did. <laughs> yeah. I guess what I'm driving at with this question is what you got out of the practice and also these huge decisions and shifts that you made in your life came out of this practice or were in tandem with this practice, which is what it's intended to do, provide a framework for these decisions. Throughout all of this practice, I have shifted my work in the world. I have moved my family across the country. I have changed how I work in the world and how I show up. I have I have used it to help me determine like what where I needed to go next and what I needed to learn next or what I needed to remember or unlock within myself. And I think this power of this this tool of intentional living is 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 a key. And it it goes in and it helps to unlock those truths and that wisdom within ourselves. That's awesome. So if I'm if I'm using today I choose, if I start this practice, is it just as simple as me writing a sentence down every day? What do I do? So I'll tell my experience of how I set my intentions. And, you know, to me, it's part of a meditative practice. So when I wake up in the morning, before I get out of bed, most days, sometimes I get up and pee, but most days, (laughs) most days, it is fair, right? You know, drinking a lot of water, got to (laughs) hydrate. But, you know, it is this idea. So, so what I do is I'll, I'm laying there. I usually bring my hands to my heart. And I just take a few breaths, breathing in, and I ask the question, what is my intention for today? And I listen. This is, to me, intention is not something I'm thinking. It's not, I'm I'm not, my mind's not already going, okay, I have to do X, Y, and Z today. So my intention is to accomplish whatever, you know, towards that. What I'm doing is I'm listening for where I'm being called to show up. Most days, a lot of days, it is more of maybe what we'd say an esoteric or a, you know, I'm, I, today I choose joy or today I choose love. And then there are other days that I get really specific, but it is this idea I, I, is I'm listening for where I'm being called to place my attention and intention for the day. And I let it, I, I always say it's either going to bubble up from my belly or drop in from above, right? And I, and I just allow that. And then whatever usually pops into my mind, sometimes it's a picture, sometimes it's it's words, but I get a sense of what it is. And then I just write, today I choose. And today, you know, my, my intention this morning when I woke up, I really heard this idea of today I, ch- I choose to create something new. And, you know, that's this, I am putting a lot of new things out into the world and doing a lot of new things with the holiday season this year, with the way things are right now with COVID and all of that. But, but again, I didn't, I didn't like sit in my head and think, okay, what am I going to choose today? It was this slowing down, getting still. And I usually actually, I always, I have a meditative practice in the morning. I usually meditate for about 30 minutes every morning. And I usually actually do it before I even do my meditation. It's usually the first thing I do when I wake up. So I'm still kind of in that dreamy state, just just to listen and to see what maybe comes out of a lucid dream or just what's, what, you know, what spirits wanting to emerge through me. That's how, that's how I do it every morning. Then the next thing that I do, because the other piece that I 
didn't talk about within when I started this practice, I started by posting my intentions on Facebook every day because I needed to be witnessed. I needed to be, and, and I needed to be held accountable. And I, and I told the story that I'm doing this because I'm, I, I want to live with intention and I'm a blocked writer and I'm going to just start. And this is how it's going to work. I have a Facebook group called Everyday Living with Intention. You get to post your intention there and be witnessed by whoever sees it that day. And we give people lots of likes and loves and hearts and and some just, you know, support when they need it. Yeah. So speaking of meditation, what will somebody get out of listening to this podcast? My hope with this podcast and and you know, I've been as you know, Sam, I've been feeling into this podcast for about five years. The biggest thing calling me forward with it is this idea of telling stories of people who are living intentional lives. There are so many people, famous and not famous, just all over the world that really are, in my opinion, living life with intention. And so my hope and goal is to start to tell those stories so that other people can use that experience within their own life. And part of this podcast, too, is going to be me leading meditations. I Leading meditation is probably my favorite thing to do ever. I love it. I have a weekly meditation group on Mondays at 7 a.m. Pacific time that we meet over Zoom from people all over the world. And we do about, it's about a 20, 25-minute meditation, partially guided, partially in silence. And it's become a great community. And so part of this podcast will also be meditations included with the interviews. Sometimes the podcast will just be a meditation. Sometimes it'll just be an interview, but then other times it'll be both. So if someone wants to join in this practice, what can they do? If they want to join in this practice, they can go to todayichoose.me and sign up for my email list, which then will give them um the information about the meditations. Um, they can will receive information about the Facebook group, which you can just go to Facebook and find Everyday Living with Intention as a group and uh, be admitted there. And it's, it's a completely free of promotion space other than me promoting what I'm doing just so I can tell my the, the group what I'm doing. But it's a, it's a safe place to just literally write whatever your sentence is. That's what people write. Today I choose. And then whatever it is. And then, of course, listen to this podcast. It's uh, We're excited to see where it goes and who all. I'm, I've got some great people's stories that are going to be coming in the next few weeks. And um, yeah. The thing that's coming to my mind right now is if I'm, I'm new to this, I'm starting to listen, I am starting to write today I choose, what might I experience? What might I expect? What might happen? By participating. One of the biggest benefits that I have gotten and I have experienced from this daily practice is this feeling of groundedness and, and this connection to that inner wisdom that I know lives within me. It's those divine whispers and those those divine spark ideas that I get that I attribute to this practice because it is when I when I recognize and acknowledge that I am in this co-creative environment. It's this idea that we're, we're not doing all this alone. And my personal belief is that we have guides and with us and, and that we're working with this divine energy. Even just that simple act in the morning of putting your hands on your heart and just listening for the question as opposed to getting in that mind and like think, okay, I have to come up with the right perfect answer. 
that's not what this is about. This is not about perfection and this is not about willing something or forcing something. This is about flow. This is about allowing. This is about co-creation. And so as you start the practice and, and you, you know, you take that moment to slow down. And even if you have a meditative practice and you're steeped in spiritual practice, I, I just think this it's so powerful to really like listen to where it is you're being called to place your energy each day. You know, I've said this before in writing and things that, you know, there are days that I will set my intention. And I, it's funny, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday, that there are days, you know, I do my meditation and I do my morning pages and I've done my energy work and set my intention. And, you know, my door to my room is closed and I am so happy and feeling just etheric and I'm grounded and all these things. And I open my door and go out into my family and it all goes to hell in five minutes. <laughs> and, you know, and, and that's, but that's life, right? And so this, again, this is a practice. This is not a, something to perfect. It is something to help us navigate our life. The other piece that I'm starting, I mean, I've personally been bringing it in for a while, but but starting to talk with other people about too is we talk about and teach about learning to respond, not react. Taking this practice of today I choose into the moment. How do we use this practice when when frustrations are arising or when something's heated? If you can catch yourself, even for a split second, and think, what, do I, what am I choosing right now? What is it in this moment that I choose? How do I choose to show up and listen? Again, it, it's just that momentary pause. It's that momentary connection. I've likened this to like a calling card to the divine. It's like, hey, here's kind of what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? And like how it all comes about. As you continue this practice, and the Facebook group's been around for about I think about five years, I, you know, I have people that have been with me the entire time and they talk about, and you're going to hear some of their stories. You talk about how it has, has really shifted their life. And even, even the intention of just I, today, I choose gratitude and, and how, when you look at the day through the lens of gratitude, how that shifts, how you show up, how that shifts, how you experience people. And the other thing I would say that you you start to experience these these synchronicities, right? You or you see signs of things. There also is this just piece of connectedness to your own inner wisdom. And so it's I, I think that there's so much richness and so much opportunity with living an intentional life. You mentioned earlier about your family and your kids and retreating from a quote unquote career and refocusing because you develop this practice, you develop this ability to communicate with source, but you felt like you weren't, weren't giving the same thing to your kids. What did that teach you doing that? Oh, so much. Learning to choose myself is probably the biggest benefit I have learned out of this practice. Just like that day I was on the airplane, of course, they said, put your oxygen mask on first before you put on anybody else that you're with that needs help. It, it took me a lot to be able to say, I have to choose myself first. And choosing myself first meant choosing my family. This daily practice has given me the opportunity to be true to myself. I remember talking to a friend several years ago after I had stopped really doing much outside of the family. I decided, you know, I, she asked me, if, she said, are you happy? 
And my gut reaction was to say, or my first reaction, actually, it wasn't my gut reaction. My first reaction was to say, no, I'm not. But I caught myself in the moment and I said, if I let go of what society thinks I should do or what other people think I should do, then the answer is yes, I'm very happy. I made the choice that was right for my family and right for my me in that moment. And it has, there are days that my ego gets completely inflamed and you should be further along and you should be doing this or you should be doing that. And I just, it's just like, I just want to give my ego a great big hug and say, I hear you. I love you. And that was not the right answer for me at the time. By using this practice, this daily intention, you know, my, my intention is to be true to myself. My intention is to show up for my family. My intention is to be present every day. One of my teachings and teachers, we, we teach about presence and it's this idea of, of, you know, we have a, a mudra and a mantra of, I am here now. And when I was out, you know, doing all this other work and traveling and all these other things, I wasn't present to my kids. I wasn't present to my family. And I'm fortunate I had the opportunity to make that choice, right? And, and I did do some other work and different things, but, but I was around more than I wasn't. And that was, that's what I know I needed to do for me and for our family. And a lot of people can't do that. And so it, it I, I feel a little triggery when I say that because we don't have the it, space. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people aren't able, they don't have the luxury of doing that. And, you know, it, so it gets, and, and that, and, and I understand that. And so it's figuring, part of it is figuring out what, what is right and true for you? And, you know, it, it's that, that I, that I do think though, is, is the biggest piece of this practice for me personally is, is being true to myself. I feel like the, the family thing has been a very big part of it. I remember us sitting in that coffee shop in Sunflower Cafe. This is like four or five years ago. We were having a meeting. I can't remember what the meeting was about. Probably a podcast. Probably so. a podcast that we had yet <laughs> that to we, launch. That we're finally doing. <laughs> the podcast that we're doing right now, five years yeah. later. One of your kids was having like their eye was irritating them. And they like came over, they were sitting at a separate table, they were playing and they came over and started rubbing their eyes and they were like, my eye, my eye hurts. And you're like, yeah, you want me to take it out of the socket? (laughs) What do you want me to do? I'm sorry. (laughs) But like the levity that you approach them and still the kindness, like I know that that I'm being flipped, but there was such, such humor and understanding in that moment of where they were and what they needed and what was going on. It was, it was a lot in a simple thing. So yeah. I guess that's the illustration that I'm trying to make. Yeah. And that's, that's all about presence, right? It's, mm. it's like being present with absolutely what is right in front of you. And, and I knew, and I know, I know now, I know still that, that my presence with them was and is part of why they are the people that they are. And it's a huge piece of who I am because I, because I was able to say, this is what I need to do for me. And this is how, this is my work in the world. And this is how I show up. And imagine what they'll do with that. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Yeah, me too. Can't wait to see what they do. In a nutshell, what is this show about? This show is about intentional living. Um, You know, my work in the world is to help spiritual seekers unlock the magic of intentional living. And through the podcast Today I Choose, we'll be sharing inspiring stories of people living lives with intention and different tools 
that'll help the listener live intentional lives, including how to do intention setting and meditation. So who is this show for, Melissa? Today I choose is for spiritual seekers. It's for people that are curious about living life a different way. It's people for looking to be more peaceful, more grounded, and maybe have more clarity about their life and and their purpose. You know, the thing I hear from people as I talk to them, and, and especially young people, and especially during this COVID time, is this idea of not, I'm not living my life. I'm not living my purpose. I'm not, I'm not living. And living with intention and, and creating that intentional life helps people get more on their path or feel like they are living their lives and living with purpose. There was something about a whisper. Can you tell me more about yeah, that? Yeah, you know, it's it's back to that intention setting practice we do in the mornings. It is, you know, it's in those moments of stillness that we hear that, I call them divine whispers. Um, I used to call it a gremlin. I used to have a little gremlin that would sit on my shoulder and tell me things. Um, and then somebody, <laughs> told, one of my teachers was like, I don't think it's a gremlin. I'm like, but I like gremlins. Gremlins are cute before they get wet. Um, but, but you know, it's, it's, it's those moments of this practice for me, I think has intensified or brought more to light. These, these little, these whispers or nudges that I get from the universe, or, you know, I remember very specifically one time hearing, you know, ask that person if they coach or, you know, I recently I had a divine whisper of just reaching out to somebody. Um, and, and I get those, you know, throughout my day, throughout my weeks and, and I'm just more aware. And so I think as you continue this practice and, or you develop this practice, um, those little divine whispers become more accessible. I think they're always there. I think sometimes we get too busy or, or too distracted or too disconnected to hear them. And if you add water on no. them, you become gremlins. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> the, yeah, the other thing, the the other thing that I would just say about you, you asked me about what what other what else people can receive from this, and the thing, one of the biggest things I have received from this is community mm. and community through Facebook, community through. Um, I also have a book um, today. I choose, which is a daily. It's like a page a day book that can be used as a journal or an oracle or inspiration that gives you um, an intention for the day. And um, volume two will be coming out soon. Hopefully by the time this goes live, it will be out. But, you know, I've, I've just gotten, I've, I've been able to build community through our meditations, through our Facebook group, through the book, um, and just through talking about this practice with other people. I can't wait for the second edition. Where should everyone go? What should they do? What places can they find you? Well, they can find me at my website, which is todayichoose.me. They can find me on Facebook and Instagram. There is a Facebook group, Everyday Living with Intention. I also have a Facebook page, Melissa Bingham. And then on Instagram, uh, we have a Everyday Living with Intention page where I put up some pretty graphics every day with whatever my intention is. And they can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can find us here with the new episodes. What would you choose today? Me? Yeah. What's your choose? What was your choose today? Today I choose today. What was your choice today? You know, I didn't, but I can I can feel into it right now. I saw yours recently of today I choose to mm -hmm. let go. That would definitely be yeah. be mine today. Yeah. 
So I just invite everybody to just just try it. Just see what happens. Try it on your own. And if you want more help or more guidance or just some inspiring stories, reach out. I can't wait to see more people reaching out and more people hearing this podcast. Me too. Today, I choose to reach a lot of people and help a lot of people and serve a lot of people. Today, I choose to have fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of Today I Choose with Melissa Bingham. To learn more about what I'm up to or to sign up for our mailing list, please visit todayichoose.me. May your day and your week be filled with intention. Today I Choose is brought to you by 3B Productions. Our producer and audio engineer is Sam Booty. Our research assistant is Molly Bingham. Our graphic designer is Marsha Craig. Find out more at our website, todayichoose.me. You can also find us on Instagram at Everyday Living with Intention and find our Facebook group, Everyday Living with Intention. Everyday Living with Intention.